This is episode 3 of Future Spark Podcast and it's about education technology, edtech and the future of education or learning in Nigeria. This episode is segmented into our Future of Work series and features our first honorable guest in this podcast, a co-founder of one of the leading edtech companies in Nigeria. I will be having a chat with our guest even though we will have to make it over Skype. Please bear with us. We will laugh and share story and more importantly, ideas will be mentioned here that you can take advantage of. Thank you. The future workforce of the world is in Africa and is human capital we need to be developed. Not only for Africa, but for the benefit of all. Artificial intelligence and automation will be key drivers of the new economy. Meet your host, Zacchaeus, in a future SPAC podcast as it inspires you on a journey of being relevant in the future of work. You guys, I think you did a, a, Facebook did a program with you guys. That was when Airtel, yeah. if I'm right. Yeah, yeah. So I was 2015. I was before 2015. What happened before 2015 that made 2015 to be like that for you guys? Oh, so I, I would say uh, the the moment before 2015, the moments were all about building and doing the mm. call, exactly doing the call work. So. I would say 2015 probably positioned us to gain some of those partnership and uh, recognition because of the buildings we've been doing prior to then. Exactly. So we had to go likes of Zuckerberg. Yeah. You know, you know, Facebook, I mean, Facebook, through Facebook, able to to get a campaign and push the product to the face of students. Welcome to Future Spark Podcast. I am Zacchaeus, your host, and I have with me here Abayomi, our guest on Future Spark Podcast. Abayomi is the co-founder of Pass.ng, a mobile developer and team lead at iClass. He's going to tell us later about iClass, and is also a runner-up of the 2018 Queen Elizabeth Young Leader, which we will also talk about later. So Pass.ng is an edtech company, an online platform, a self-testing online platform in Nigeria that allows users to practice for national exams through their interactive module. So I will leave Abayomi to give us a brief about Pass.ng. You are welcome, Abayomi. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, it's, it's a privilege. Uh, so Pass.ng, as you said, is an examination preparatory platform. The goal is to help students prepare, learn, and practice for their college entrance examinations, among others. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came up with the solution when we discover a very high high percentage of students who fail government standardized examination in the country annually. Yeah, you mentioned 70% earlier, right? Yeah, so I mean, that's just for jump. And it's so disheartening that once they fail this examination, they have to receipt, they have to receipt uh, the examination oh, wow. the following year. So during this period, I mean, they uh, they keep waiting. Many are exposed to all manners of vices, which which mm. is terrible, which is terrible. And we understand that uh, a problem in education also poses a threat on the future of work in the country, mm. because uh, because the prosperity of the uh, prosperity of of the nation is dependent on the level of education of the citizens. Yes. So, Students don't understand what they have been taught in the classroom, definitely they will fail their examination. And if they fail the examination, they will not be able to proceed with their academic education. So this problem keeps piling up and is causing uh, 
a problem in the country. So we have to come up with a solution that could help students pass the examinations in one city. So that means the specifics was um, focused on the kids or the students that were failing their exams. That was like a pain point for you guys to start exactly. your solution. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the pain point because the statistics out there, I mean, the jam, jam, uh, the jam released the statistics annually and uh, it's, it's there for students to see why. 70%? Wow. I mean, that's, that's so high. I, I that stat is, is overall bad. It's too bad. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, as a co-founder of Pass.ng, what has it been like for you? You know, you are a leader, you are a co-founder in Pass.ng. What has it been like for you to be a leader in a company that I regard as a, one of the frontiers of EdTech in Nigeria? Because the EdTech space in Nigeria didn't become so popular in Nigeria up until, let me say, early 2016 and you guys have already gone ahead actually a year i know 2015 was a year that you know a, a lot of things opened up for you guys in 2015 so how has it been the challenges the recognition the work and how you know how we change from the lifestyle of a university um, undergraduate to someone that is already uh, a co-founder of a company in less than a year so how has it been uh, well, <laughs> I, I would say uh, I would say it's such a it's such a privilege and opportunity to be a co-founder at PassNG, and uh, I would say you know though I I and my other colleagues we left school. I mean, immediately we were done with school. That was when we we went to it full time. So yeah. I, I would say we got uh, you know so. When we started, then startups in Nigeria were just coming up. You know, there were just few yes. startups. <laughs> so I it, think Jumia and one of the Punga. Yes. That one exactly. I know there. Uh, there were no. There were no so much manuals as to run startups then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nobody to learn their failure from. <laughs> just few, maybe just have to speak to some, I mean, top guys in the, in the ecosystem. But I would say the fact that the fact that uh, and my other colleagues uh, were so passionate about the problem we're trying to solve, and uh, the need to address the problem uh, was was a key point for us then. So such a key. Point. So we were so focused about solving the problem. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, of course, there were challenges, there were challenges from students, the fact that many students still do not value education. Because, many students uh, still do not what? They do not value education. Oh, okay. Because, because society has made us to narrow down education to all about making money. So when you find other means to make money, you'll be like, so what's the essence, of, what's the essence of education? That yes, you? I've heard that a lot. So everybody's chanting, big gate dropout, Max Kabak dropout, but they do not bother to read about the background about about the dropout, mm. you know. So everybody's like, in fact, big did not have a first degree, <laughs> and I mean, billionaire. So why should I? Why should I go to school? Stuff like that. But they do not mm. read. Did not read. Uh, did not read the. Did not know the integrity of of everything that actually happened in the course of of the decision to drop out of school exactly. So which is. Mm. There's a need to first change student orientation about education. Mm, of course, yeah. to academic, it's not limited to academics alone. So yes. you know, they first change their orientation about it and uh, to embrace this because mm. 
if it may so if, if we could tackle the problem in education, we can be so sure that the future of work is bright in the uh is bright mm-hmm. in the country. Yeah. Wow, thank you so much. So I know I mentioned something earlier about twenty fifteen and I said um you guys have started before twenty fifteen of course, but it was like twenty fifteen was a year that a lot of things blew up for you guys at passed at NG. That was when I think Facebook, right? Um you guys, I think you did a, a Facebook did a program with you guys. That was when yeah. FTL, if I'm right. Yeah, yeah. So I was 2015. I was before 2015. What happened before 2015 that made 2015 to be like that for you guys? Oh, so I, I would say uh, the the moment before 2015, the moments were all about building and doing the mm. call exactly, doing the call work. So. I would say 2015 probably positioned us to <laughs> to uh, probably positioned us to gain some of those partnership and uh, recognition because of the buildings we've been doing prior to then. Exactly. So we had to you know, likes of Zuckerberg. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, you know Facebook. I mean Facebook through Facebook able to, to get a campaign and push the product to the face of students and, and, and the likes. So. And it went viral. It just went all over the place. <laughs> exactly. And I think Airtel too. Airtel too had a kind of partnership with you guys. Exactly. You know, so Airtel as well. You know, came in for basically for the purpose of campaign as well. I mean because you know they also have access to students, so they could help us push, push this product system because the purpose of it is for students to use it, right? So mm. we are building solid products, we are building amazing, amazing tech solutions, and uh, people, I mean, people do not, people do not use it. I mean, there's no point. So yes, that's yeah. So they have to come in and, and help push it. Okay, so um, you know, you, you mentioned something about uh one of the challenges that you guys were facing was the interest of the students in education. Like, they will say once you are able to make money, then what's the essence of education? So it was like, before you guys were even able to push out your product out there, which was about getting a better education to them, how were you guys able to get them to be interested in what you were offering? Okay, uh, so interestingly, that was the, uh, when we started was the, was the year, the examination body went computer-based test. Mm, and of course, okay. there were uh, there was still no penetration of internet internet then. Oh, yes, of, yes. <laughs> do not have computer system at home. Neither it was do all they about have cyber cafes. Exactly, and neither do their schools have uh, I mean computer infrastructures. Mm. So so because I mean initially students are failing this examination, and to make the to make the issue worse. The examination body went computer-based test. So this this was a kind of this actually spurred interest in the student to to take up a solution that could help them practice uh, practice as a computer-based test exactly on their mobile devices. So, mm. so that was that was also a way to to, a way to, to get them interested. Exactly. Wow. That, that was quite uh, genius. So, you know, I, I'm, I want to ask this question for people that may want to, that have a uh, solution they want to provide, but they don't know how to start. And it's in the area of connection. Because we know we are in Nigeria and people used to say, uh, it's about who you know. It's not just about what you know, it's who you know, the connection factor. Like how, how 
the, the connection factor. You guys built the solution, but we know many people built solution, but they don't have any um, person to connect them to opportunities or to grant or and how 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 did the connection play a part for you guys in this um, in starting out? Okay, so so I would say uh, the connection played a part because we also did our part. Uh, mm. It says that uh, we built. I mean, we are solving a, a, a problem that is obvious to everybody in the country, or to, mm. I would, uh, let me say to the majority of persons in the country. And mm. uh, I mean, and the prob- and the solution is solving the problem, because mm. proud to I mean proud to when we gain partnership, we've seen students use these applications and they pass their examination, mm. which is to say the examination like three times consecutively and after onboarding on our platform they pass this examination so that actually proved that the solution is uh is solving the problem exactly so and of course uh i mean every successful things or successful successful person outside there have been a beneficiary of one opportunity or privilege of course yes. island you have to build on on the you have to build on what is what is in the market and you have yeah. to in the network, yeah. So that's how uh, network came to came to play. So we have to build the solution, and through the partnership, uh, we're able to reach more students. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you. So you know, and talking about partnerships, what were the kind of partnership that you guys started out with? I I am just following the trail because I feel there's someone out there that I really needs to hear this. I know talking about partnerships. Yeah. How? Can someone go? You know, you mentioned something. You said you guys had a solution on ground, and it was actually solving a problem. So it was easy for you guys to go out there and present um, your solution. So was that a major factor that um, gave you guys the confidence to approach partners, even though it was not like um, somebody connected you with them? Because the reason why I'm raising this is because a lot of people have the notion that if you don't know somebody personally, you can't really bring out your solution but look at you guys you came up with your solution then you fronted so the kind of partnerships you had international partnerships that's um the likes of facebook and things like that how how did that come to be how did facebook that especially the facebook partnership how did that if you are allowed to share it with us i really appreciate it okay so so what i see what i would say is uh you know, when we look at partnership, we always look at uh, the biggest partnership. Uh, but I believe that if we just start small, if we start small, we can grow big. Exactly. So, uh, you know, we I think we started with, uh, so there was, there was a competition out then. There was a competition out and we actually applied. That was the startup program. We applied. We were one of the winners, exactly. So through that, we were able to, you know, Meet uh, Ether to help us push this product, and through that, you know, by the time you have somebody on your, by the, by the time you have a, a big player on, on board, then that could actually interest other. Yes. Other exactly. So that's wow. how I So it's not about like going for the biggest biggest guy. But actually, if you start from somewhere, um, that could even interest them to other other partners to come on board. Yeah. So the goal is just to get the products. Uh, to product to the to the face of the students so that the students can pass the examination. Wow. And of which I'm certain it has helped a lot of people. So you know, I I am passionate about um, the future of work and how the future of work will be in Nigeria and Africa. And you know, to do work, just like you have said earlier, to do work, you need to 
um, have a proper education. So if you are talking about the future of work, we need to also know what the future of education is or what the future of learning is yeah. um, in in Nigeria and Africa. Because I've done my own research and from that research, or which might be generally known to everybody, Africa is regarded as a young continent. Uh, the average age in Africa is probably between 15 to 20. So yeah. we are much younger than Asia or Europe. Two continents in the world. We are the world? The most youthful continent in continent the world. Continent in the world, yes. So um, this and the implication of this means that we have the highest number of youths in the world exactly. and we will still continue to have the highest number of youths in the world for the next 20 years. Mm. So what do you think the future of um, education is going to be in Nigeria and extensively in Africa? And how, what do you think the role of AI, artificial intelligence, is going to play in this? Okay, uh, so, so I would say uh, in Nigeria and Africa at, at large, yes. I would say we, we've been left behind as far as education is concerned. Oh. One of the ways to, to catch up is to leverage on technology, especially deep depth, artificial intelligence, augmented yeah. reality. Uh, and, mm. and, uh, so because the future of work will be with the, uh, we predicated on how we can embrace personalized learning by leveraging mm. deep tech. So I mean yeah. because I mean let's just assume an average of ten students in a classroom, teacher steps in, teacher teaches mm. them, I mean teaches them the same thing, forgetting mm. that probably somebody is even ahead of that topic or somebody is behind. Behind, so yeah. But we just assume that happens that, a lot in classes. Sure. So we just assume that everybody everybody is on the same level. Do you get it? But mm. by the time we embrace personalized learning, whereby you learn what is what is what has been personalized for you by leveraging on technology, then teachers, educators can actually spend more time with the students. So technology could undo the undo the teaching and the, the teaching side of it. Why teachers could spend more time with the student to assess them and do the necessary exactly. So I would say personalized learning is the, uh, the future of learning uh, in Nigeria and Africa. Mm. And that is, that is made possible through deep tech. That wow. is to be, to be precise. So we have to the That's one of the ways to do Okay, so in, you know, I, I work with a lot of teenagers. I have a lot of teenagers that I talk to and I encourage and I know some of them might be listening to this. Um, and it pains me to see them just redundant at home, doing nothing. Most of them, you know, when you ask them questions like, what are you doing now? They say they are waiting to enter university. And it's most of them in their mind, they have a subconscious mindset of once you have not entered the university, your life is on pause. And that's the kind of mindset they have. So some of them, I just tell them, go and learn something go and learn something, go and learn. So some of them go to learn something. But we discovered that it is common amidst a lot of teenagers, especially if they are not exposed. So uh, in that kind of um, environment now, for me, before I entered school, I, I did uh, computer networking. I went to do my certification. I was engaged. I was not going for jam lessons. So in that scenario that, and I paid a huge sum of money for that, in that kind of scenario. So. In this kind of scenario that you want to solve the problem of education for these ones, like what's the, uh, I don't, should I use the word cheapest route or the most easiest route to go about for some of these teenagers? Like 
before they enter school. Some of them, their parents will not allow them to go anywhere. They will tell them, no, don't do this. No, don't do that. What's your own take on that? What's your take on that? Well, uh, so I would say uh, there's a need to to make them understand their potentials, really. Uh, I, I believe that could that could motivate to do the needs. You know, many times we've been a victim of of assaults. I mean, assaults, terrible words and the likes. You know, students here. I mean, children hear all manners of things at home, like you cannot amount to this, you cannot become this, you are this, mm. you are that. And over time, these actually form a, a mindset. Mindset, yeah. Them and they will feel like, uh, I mean, what, what do I have to do? I mean, there's nothing special. But the truth mm. is, we have potential. We have wanting or the other to offer. Uh, I mean, the same God created everybody we admire out there. So, so do not yeah. have to and, and that, that's, not, that's not a reason to say envy or be jealous or we have our individual capacity and potential. And many times as well, we get so discouraged by the time we see our colleagues who are doing amazing things. And, we feel like, mm. we feel like and social media has done a lot of harm exactly. to that. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the fact is that... Uh, no, it's easy to just post the good things about ourselves. You know? On social media, and nobody posts the bad things actually. Exactly. And of course, people as well do not want to know the bad things you are going you are going through. They only want to know the good things. Know side. the good thing. Mm. Exactly. So that is the concern. So we don't have to let people know that we have potential. I know. So I think this is the foundation of everything. What we believe about ourselves uh, is a, is a great is a great. great. Elastic to how we handle ourselves. So, of course, of course, we of course we excuse which are valid. But yet, we cannot stay with that with these excuses all through our all through our lifetime. I mean, by by the time we listen to some persons who have who have greater excuses, then we keep we know that ah, uh, I mean, like there's nothing new under the sun. Exactly. So we just have to have to let them understand their potential. Probably also tell them stories of people who actually grew up. Of course, of course, there are of course uh, opportunities that also have to present themselves to them. But yet, you have to start from somewhere. You have to prepare yourself so that when opportunities say, uh, present themselves to to us, we could actually seize them. So they need to understand their potential and what they are capable of doing, and and that could mm. that could be the starting point. Mm. Wow. That's great. So back to you now, Abayomi. So you know. I you I mentioned about I class earlier and this is going to make me to ask this question. Like what is your own vision for transforming education in Nigeria and Africa extensively? Like I know you have some things in mind. You are the co-founder of Pass Energy, you are the team lead at I class. So that means you are training a part that is in championing the transformation of education in Nigeria. So what's your own vision for transforming education in Nigeria and Africa? So, so I would say my vision is to see that students understand what they are being taught in the classroom, so they can uh, they can fulfill their purpose and become what they need to become. Exactly. Uh, so because the, 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 the fundamental problem is that students do not understand what they are being taught in the classroom. Probably, they, probably we are not being taught what we really need to prepare us for the future. Yeah. Sure that every student, irrespective of their location. And, uh, and their background, they have access to quality education. Hmm. So I, I said I was going to ask, so give us a brief about iClass, because 
from this explanation now is looking like something about iClass. Okay. What is iClass? Uh, so iClass is a is a mobile solution that connects students to scholars outside of their geographical location. I know why we all in school there with sports tutorials or the other, and of course why we're done with school. Many of us uh, probably we don't want to stay back as a lecturer. Just maybe some other things that even in education space, but not necessarily as the lecturer. So mm. I felt one of the ways to, I mean, to stay ensure that students learn through me is a uh, mm. solution that can make them connect to me exactly. Mm. Wow. I still for me not in person, not necessarily staying, I mean, in a classroom to teach them, but probably could, could just share their challenges with me and I could respond to them. And mm. of course, I'm not the only person who will be interested in, I mean, helping some of these. Such people. kind of yes. I believe there are still several persons who want to do the same thing. So I have to, you know, uh, speak to scholars, uh, I mean, in Nigeria and even outside of Nigeria who are, who are, who are interested in so, so we have to build the solution to connect to the scholars who are willing to teach them. So they get to share their academic challenges and scholars who have uh, expertise in the subject matter, they get notified every time. Wow. Wow. That's, that's laudable. Thank you. Yeah. So about Queen Elizabeth, uh, because I'm particularly interested in that. I had uh, said that you were 2018 Queen Elizabeth, and you initially, when we were talking before we started recording, and you said you were the runner-up. So yeah. can you just give me a quick brief about that? You know, what led to you being even, how was the whole process selected? <laughs> So uh, I would say it's uh, it's a very competitive and rigorous process, though. Uh, you know, it's it's a program to celebrate young leaders in the Commonwealth countries, exactly. Mm. And uh, I think in Nigeria, both uh, runner-up and the winners, maybe maybe uh, we're just about ten or eleven of us, exactly. Wow! In the whole of Nigeria. Yeah, in Nigeria, and. Uh, uh, and I would say that that's still one of the best leadership program I've ever I've ever been through. Really, uh, it, was such, it was such a divine it was such a divine <laughs> for for me exactly as as a as a young leader who is trying to change the narrative of of things in the country exactly. You know, you try, you learn, you try to learn about how to ensure that all is well with you because all is well with within or can be well without exactly yeah. so mm, you know yeah. so it, it focuses on it focuses on uh, the young leaders and what they are building you know trying to support the the SDGs the sustainable development goals yeah. I mean so it's uh, <laughs> so such so such a good moment for me it's, it's a year long program really but it's what oh it was a whole year exactly it was a whole year this was very challenging because you have your own, you have your daily uh, responsibility. Uh, yeah. and have to. And you already running past the NG then, right? Yes. So you know oh, you also have to meet up with uh, with your online class assignment, tax and the like. So, but at the end of yeah. at the end of the day, it, I, uh, it's worth it really. It's worth it. That's cool. So I just want to ask some quick questions before um, we round it up now so which book are you reading presently okay uh, the book i'm reading presently is take the risk by ben Carson. <laughs> oh yeah what can you give like a two minutes should i say two minutes pitch on that <laughs> <laughs> so so 
I, I would say it's all about you know how we are very so careful about what we do. You know, we're also we're always very careful about what we do. Like, should I take that risk? Should I take that step? You know, and because uh, every day we are faced with things that are very scary, uh, they are very challenging. And I discovered that many things we actually do, that things that are very risky. But because we don't know the statistics of of the of the bad side of it, that's why we don't uh, we don't know. You know, so for instance, now we might be scared of, of boarding a flight. I mean, being on a flight, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, but we are not scared of boarding a car, right? Yes, yes. So, <laughs> but it's, it's uh it's so it's so surprising to know that I mean this the rate at people die through uh mm-hmm. through transportation by road is road way is higher m- than much flight. more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but because we do it daily, we don't say daily. Back. You get mm. it. Mm. So there are several risks. I mean, there are several risks we we always scared of. I mean, of taking. So it's just about uh, it's all about taking risks. But more importantly, you also mentioned taking calculated risks. So you have to consider that what's the worst thing that would happen if I do this thing. What's the best thing that would happen if I do this mm. thing? And as well, what's the worst thing that would happen if I don't do this thing? Do this thing. Mm. if I don't do this thing. So you just have to right exactly. Uh, you know, uh, but about some some operations he had to he had to do, and do, and these are operations for some patients that if he do not do them, if probably mm. didn't do he didn't carry out the operation, they will operation. still die. Exactly. No. But if carry out the operation, there there are chances that the person might actually live. The person might live. Yeah. Why should I do the operation? Because if you don't mm. do it, the person will still die sooner or later. Mm. But so it's all, it's, it's all about taking the risk. Exactly, taking the risks, but you also have to, you know, analyze it and and, and do the need to. So, mm. and it's such an interesting, interesting, <laughs> interesting. So, talking about taking risks, now I want to ask this question. So, yeah. what's that one thing that you have failed at that you really, really, really didn't like? That you failed at it, that you were like, I failed. What was that thing? Okay, I, I feel I failed, right? Yes. Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow, wow. So, okay. so is it like a failed as an event or and you know in time past maybe something you failed at and you know it's easy for people to see the successful part every time every yeah. time they're yeah. like this guy just fell from the sky is he superman uh, you know interestingly a friend a friend also asked me a similar question and that was mm-hmm. That was uh, maybe maybe over a month ago. You know, the person was like, uh, uh, the things. I mean, the majority of things I know about you are just, I mean, good good stuff. Good, like good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it like is like, like a special breed? You know, like, uh, and I was telling, I, I mean, I was telling this guy that. I mean, <laughs> it's not like that. I can be so sure that because uh, the mindset you have about about uh, about sources in quotes is that you know. We always think that uh, people don't go through challenges. That's why they achieve they achieve certain things. Mm-hmm. We're not knowing that they actually overcame that challenge. That challenge. That's why they achieve it. So I, I would say I would say one of those things I actually failed. Uh, I failed at. Uh, so I, I would say there was a point. There was I would say there was a point I took my skill with levity. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
uh, yeah, I, I I took with levity and uh, uh, I I you know I, I flashed back and I was like, I believe I should have grown beyond this. Looking at looking at looking at when I've actually started, but at, at the end of the day, I still have to encourage myself that I mean, uh, uh, you know, it's been said that failure is failure if only when you fall and decide not to stand up. Stand up, yes. Exactly. So I start to uh, encourage myself that well. I mean, during this time, I I didn't take the, I took the skill with levity. levity. I mean, I was I was probably something else took my attention, which also added to, added mm. to my exactly. Another thing that I was not afraid that is, I mean, there's couples of things I've applied for, be it a leadership program. Uh, oh, and then you were rejected. I was. I mean, several of them. I mean, it got to a time that I was. It got it got to a time that. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, the uh, rejection mail was not <laughs> was not in it. <laughs> was not in it. Several of them. Several of them. I mean, there are wow. some I applied for two times consecutively, and uh, you know, rejection mail, rejection mail. I mean, exactly. you, you even went back the second time. I, I mean, I think the second time. I mean, <laughs> several. I mean, several of them. Several of them. Wow. I got rejection mail. So you know, many of those times that I was like. Wow, I mean, like, what happened? I mean, what? Is there something mm. I got wrong, you know, and the like? Mm. So, wow. so the, I mean, there's always, there always, uh, there always failure stories. I mean, along the path as well. So, yeah. And that's that's a, that's that's a pointer that there's something probably won't missed on the road. Yes. And, and there's something that uh, you need to learn more. You know, as a, as a programmer, there are several times you fail, uh, you you encounter bugs. <laughs> yeah, and it could take you, you two weeks to just find it out. Exactly, and sometimes it's so it could be so frustrating. Yeah. And what I realize is that those bugs actually make me to deep, uh, to mm. to dig deep to understand mm. how that thing works. Works. Mm. And wow. And it makes us understand that who we seek surely will find. Mm. Mm. That's very very. So, uh, lastly, you know, just on the funny side, when do you want to get married? I know you were not expecting that. <laughs> As a young, successful man and a, you know, handsome guy, I know that the ladies will be like, oh boy, what's going on? <laughs> oh, well. Uh, you might not want to answer that. I'm just asking. <laughs> No, no, that's not an issue, you know. Uh, you know, okay. like ah, you this guy, you know, your friends are married, you know, stuff like that. They are married. Uh, I mean, but the truth is, uh, I mean, there's there's time and season for everything. I mean, that's just oh. the truth. Uh, exactly. And, uh, I mean, that's that that's the truth of the of the matter. And uh, you know, uh, there are certain things that we also desire, but uh, it might not be the right time for them. Time for it. That the actions we desire is my right time for them. But I believe that I mean God makes everything beautiful. Uh, so <laughs> so one last advice for my listeners, you know. Any uh you know any listener that is trying to start a company or someone that is trying to provide a solution, maybe someone that needs to be inspired to take a break from the status quo, or maybe that even teenager that needs to figure out his life. And advice, just one advice for them. So I would say that whatever your hand finds to do, do it well, and uh, don't be, do not despise the days of small beginning. 
don't be intimidated by what your uh, you see your friends on Facebook who are uh, what they are doing on uh, what they are doing. The truth is they also started from somewhere. So yeah. can be sure that we are also consistent with what you are doing. I mean, you would uh, you would you would also get there. And it's I mean, it's not a competition. It's not uh, it's not a game to envy. It's not a game of jealousy. It's about actualizing your potential and see what you could offer to better. Uh, com- your community to better the people around you and to better the country and even the world at large. So, I mean, there's no better time to be, to be focused than now. Don't be carried away. Don't be distracted. Of course, there'll be distraction on the, I mean, on the way, but you have to always, I mean, uh, get back to your lane and keep the journey going because focus is only, uh, focus is only useful because there are distractions, right? So, yeah. So when the distractions are, I mean, are, they are, calling at your attention, so just try and you know, give focus more attention, yeah, and, uh, you know, it's uh, preset upon preset, preset exactly. upon preset, that, yeah, it is, so, I mean, over time, wow. things we can achieve wow. Thank you so much, you know, you mentioned something about consistency, and what I know about consistency is, consistency is the mother of mastery, Definitely. once we are consistent, yeah. Uh, things we we'll get to that point where we are master. So thank you so much, Abayomi, for being on the Future Spark podcast. Till next time, remain inspired. Thank you for listening to Future Spark podcast with Zacchaeus. To gain more on this, enroll in our free courses offered on our website, www.futurspark.com. Deliver the future, for the future is now. Hello everyone, thank you once again for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Before you go, I have this one request to make. If this podcast has impacted you, please go to SoundCloud or iTunes to subscribe or go to our website and access a free course we have available for everyone at our website and also make sure to share it on your social media and tag your friends. This will really mean a lot to me as you do so. Thank you.